Now what do we do? I don't know. You want to do another? We can uh, do another lifting competition. <laughs> now I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dude, no, my right arm is like arms, actually way more sore than what I was expecting. Your right arm? Doing. Yeah, because your left arm? No. Yeah. Oh, you didn't do the left arm. I only did. I only yeah, did the right arm. Dude, that's why we're we're all good. We got both arms. Stuff. You gotta get both of them. God. You still got the rest of the night, bro. Yeah, that's all right. Hit twenty on your soap pull-ups. We're going to be all incredibly tired tomorrow, but that's fine. Well, I mean... You guys are playing tomorrow, man. It's going to be hot. Peter's going to be more tired than I am. Dude, I have to... I have you to have to able, drive Claire still, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. pretty degenerate, but... Well, it's you didn't okay. drink as much whiskey. You're just going to soup so. up on caffeine the entire yeah, day and then take it like and then crash after You need church. some eye drops? No, I'm okay. okay. I'm going to have a coffee at like 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 3.30 or so. And Dude, then... I'm, I'm still expecting this to be a hype freaking worship service tomorrow with you guys playing. It's going to be <laughs> freaking hype. To play. If you play the beat, I'm going to be hype. Oh, man. You know I'm about to play that you beat play, tomorrow. If you play some riffs, I'm going to be hype. Yeah. <laughs> some licks. I'll play some licks in the service. <laughs> dude, yeah. You Make guys... it a little spicy. Yeah, dude. I'm I, was, uh, I was experimenting with the beat today, so. Okay. We'll, we'll experimenting. No, I'll, I'll hear it, bro. If nobody else hears it, I will. There's a... So you, you got someone to play it for. You're right. <laughs> It'll be sick. There's a crazy beat that I learned that I throw into worship songs whenever I play service. Okay. <laughs> It's a yeah. It's from our periphery song we were listening to like yeah. way back in so, when we started. Oh, really? the there's, a, there's a metal song that has this crazy beat that goes over the bar line. It's a it's a nice polyrhythmic beat, but it it it's pretty square as well. Like it lands on four, but so like we'll be able to do it. Hold on, what does oh, that say, Peter? It's just a pickle necklace. Dude, what's up? Trying to impress a girl? Damn. I mean, yeah, of course. With a pickle necklace every day. <laughs> You know what they say about that big slice. Do we sell pickle necklaces on the podcast? We can. Pickle Rick. You heard it here first, folks. Pickle Rick. Pickle necklace at this point. Oh, pickle necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Anyways, what's our... Uh, welcome to episode yeah. 19 of the Actually Nothing podcast. Are we at only 19? Only 19 I because become, we've been slacking We're kind of sad we're not at a straight 20 by the end of this one. We're, uh, we took some time. Our last one was hype, though. It was pretty. It was. <laughs> we talked and about by China. the time we're recording this, <laughs> like, I still haven't put it out, and it's been like two months. But it is going to be somewhat YouTube safe. Yeah. We can actually safe put it enough, out. Safe enough, yeah. I'm doing a good job moderating it, okay. so it's fine. Don't worry, Dan. All right. I cut out all your horrible, incredibly racist. Oh, no, no, no. Not racist. <laughs> come on, bro. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or maybe am I? I don't know. You'll like, have to, you guys will have to listen to the episode 18 to figure out if that was a real thing. Takes, yeah, that's like the best no incentive we need for anything is like, oh, find yeah. out if Dan's a racist. Listen to our last episode, you know? <laughs> but if anybody. But we got censorship. So. Yeah. But for yeah, those who are listening to this, you might notice that our voices are significantly higher quality i kind of got to figure out the we should figure out the like the positioning maybe better because like i feel like having it hang at the top is like blocking our view from actually seeing each other Do you look at me mm, while you talk bit. i mean you can hang it up but well i don't know we'll figure that out but we now that i'm not broke i spent money and we have like a semi-proper proper setup so yeah. we're all gonna sound pretty good now mm. hopefully See, I was banking on explaining to the listeners that we just upped our quality because we matured as people. Oh, yeah. Ooh. 2019. Ooh. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's going to be the, the, the topic, the central topic of today. So I was thinking New Year's. What a segue. New Year's revolution is what it's I'm going to call year. it. So we did. Well, it's meet, not New Year yet. I know. But by the time this comes up, it'll either be on New Year's or like 
somewhere in January because mm. I'm going to be slow about it. Yeah, that's okay. to uh, dock that from the official record. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, okay, you raise right, your hand. Right. But me, Dan, and JP, we earlier this year we did an episode on our current situation in 2019 was, which was at the beginning of the year, and then how we 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 sent a message to ourselves at the end of 2019, right? Mm. So I wanted. Has it been about a year, right? Yeah, yeah. When when we did that episode, it was like February or January or something. Interesting. So I wanted to see. Granted, it's not like we can listen to it. Well, we can't listen to it right now. But let's just think about how we were compared to the beginning of the year to how we were now. I I feel like the advice I would have given myself like eleven or twelve months ago is don't be an idiot. And I think now, that's I'm a, pretty sure that is exactly what you said. I think that's probably the same advice I would give myself. But maybe I, 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 you know, augment that a little bit. But we, we can find out in a second. Yeah, let's let we'll dive into that uh, shortly. But also, we have Peter finally back for a possibly complete episode. I don't know if you have to go drop Claire off at the airport. No, you said like four, right? Yeah. No, we're good. Peter, say hi. Um, Peter's here. Hey, what's up? In any case, Uh, I'm Aaron. JP's over there. Dan's still here. And Peter's here. We got four four people for this one. Because this is a nice little special episode since all of us are here, finally. The holiday quartet, I like to call it. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I was just the precursor to our barbershop quartet, which you can find sometime in the future. You guys want to try like a dry run of the barbershop quartet? What are we singing? Uh, I don't know. We we don't have to sing. I think we can just, we can just, yeah, just sing a note. Who starts? You got the low, you or Peter should start. Peter's got the low note. You guys got the bass. All right. Give us a low, man. Uh, hello. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Oh my God. <laughs> it's been a while, bro. That was like four notes. <laughs> he's students. like cal- he's calibrating his notes. Okay, fine, fine. fine. Calibrate. Just right, don't I'm laugh this time. Taking a shot. I'm done. <laughs> no, no quartet this episode. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we're gonna do um, you know that one video on YouTube that's like the lowest bass of all time and it's the guy who hits the fucking flat oh i have yeah yeah Yeah. it's the rainbow or something like that it's called a rainbow.wvwav or something you've seen this enough to know the title that's just the no it's just called lowest bass in the world (laughs) i thought it was called rainbow.wave and Uh, so i was i was just having that in my watch later list at all times Wow. Ready? What note is that? He descends. Oh, he descends down to C as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And for, for anyone who doesn't know the video, it looks like a fucking maniac too while he does it. Like, his eyes widen at the lowest note he can hit. He goes so high afterwards. Yeah, it, it's insane. This guy's definitely like a sociopath or I something. I feel like this is old enough where we won't get DMCA'd for playing it. So, you know, I'm going to play the clip. It's fine. I think the clip is also just, there's too much interference. No one's going to recognize yeah. it and be able to copyright us yeah, for that. That's true. And if you do, kudos to you. I still want yeah, to do the quartet. Dan, fine. If you don't want to get into it, let's do a triplet. Oh, a, tri- a trio. Trio. I don't I like know why triplet. I call it triplet. With two T's, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine, Peter, you go. Dan, you can Later adapt if you can. Rain. Oh, rainbow shining. <laughs> shining down. 
<laughs> Buy our album. We're on Spotify. Yeah. Just sing a note. Sing a note, and then we'll okay. all harmonize off of it. Do. Hello. Do. That was good. That's pretty good. All right, sweet. Okay, yeah, first rehearsal like over. Skylark. Thank you. <laughs> My shiny teeth and me. Shiny teeth, tiny teeth. Thanks. Okay, that should be the first one we do. Yeah, there you okay. go. Okay, tune in next time to hear uh, Chip we'll Skylark's full, we'll make a full shiny cover of teeth. It. Yeah, honestly, that'll, that's how we'll open it. Oh, you guys want to do shout outs? Oh, we should do shout outs. Yes, as per usual. Aaron, you go first. All right, I promised. I know last time before this came out, I said I was going to shout out my U of I friends. That so graciously hung out with me last time I came down to visit. So, Carissa, Leah, Ben, Kyle, Andrew, um, Esteban, and Bugsy. Love you guys. And this wow. is your shout out. So, if you hey. guys ever listen to this, if you ever do, here you go. You guys are officially a part of the podcast. So, thank you. The name drop. Thank, thank you. <laughs> that was the crewiest crew I've ever heard. It any is. crew with the name That's Bugsy. a crew. With any, oh, any and crew Elise. With the Sorry, name. I almost forgot Elise. And both Chris's. Bugsy. Any new any <laughs> crew with the name Bugsy in it. Yeah, or automatically like name. Yeah, like, it automatically makes it like the crewiest crew or some type of like mafia crew. Or if you say like D Tabor or something. It's like <laughs> my boy D Tabor, Aaron JP. It's like D- oh an acronym. <laughs> Taby Baby. It stands Taby for something. Yeah. All right, James. Who's your shout out to? My shout out. I got a lot of shout outs. I got Peter going to the DMA. It's awesome. I got Dan getting another job. Dungeon master asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty hype, bro. How'd you get into that one? (laughs) (laughs) Peter, dungeon master asshole. Dungeon master asshole. (laughs) I just got my, I got my MA. I got my master asshole, but I don't have the dungeon mat. I don't have the dungeon part yet. You don't dungeon. know. No, not yet. So I'm not allowed to talk about what happens in the dungeon, but <laughs> we got Dan getting a new job. Aaron's got another job. Oh yeah. Uh, what's it? Katya some... got into school. It's there excellent. Oh, a lot of a lot of life events going on, huh? Yeah, Kelby just finished finals, her first Dang. semester of there law school. Go. So it's like it's a crazy time. It's a good time for everyone. It so. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of good things, lots of shout outs to everyone. Mm. Dan, who's you got a shout out this time? Yeah, I mean, I don't have any particular shout outs this time fun. around. It's okay. Really? Nothing? Shout out to yourself. Uh, shout out yeah, to shout out to you. Got, you got your, your, your other job hookup. That's yeah, a, I got that's my new job, man. Things have been going well. There you go. Yeah. Peter, you got a shout out? Yeah, I'll shout out to uh, to Claire who's sleeping upstairs. Oh, <laughs> oh <yeah>. The girlfriend. <laughs> that's cute. If you, if you hear this now, <laughs> or later. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> I hope she doesn't mistakenly think that's my voice saying that. <laughs> because, I mean, if you listen to our voices on like a telephone, it, they're pretty uh, indistinguishable. Yeah, geez. Mm. Right? That's the worst part is that. No, I mean, I would be able to tell. Really. Yeah, but I mean, how long? But we're like, we're like right here. I'm think I'm wondering like if, if on a recording it'll sound. I don't know. I'll make it different. It just only it just gives me so many more <laughs> opportunities to make give incriminating statements. Please make me sound deep as fuck. Your, <laughs> also, like make Morgan your voice <laughs> so bassy it just blows out everyone's. It's all the computer voices. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta have the bassiest voice for the fucking dungeon match. I just want to sound like. I just want to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like a demon. <laughs> if it doesn't, yeah. If it doesn't sound demonic and or robotic, it doesn't work. Yeah. You want to jump into like how we were earlier in the year compared to now. So let's compare it to our January okay. 2019 selves. Oh, mm. shoot. 
I don't remember. Dan, I specifically remember you were saying that because I remember we this said January, January, February, yeah. earlier in the year. Okay. I remember that we were 2019. Yeah, we were trying to give ourselves like what advice or what would you tell yourself at the end of 2019 mm. as you early in 2019. Mm. And I'm pretty sure yours, you said, be less lazy. Yeah. So do you think you upheld that standard that you gave yourself? I think I was like 50% of the way there. I was okay. like. A little bit less lazy for like a stretch of time, but then I like relapsed a little bit and got lazy again. So I would say 50% of the year, like I made a, a a better effort to be less lazy. And then, hey, if you're hitting it with like 50%, that's some way of the way there. So you get compound interest on that still. If you make 50% improvement over year to year, you know, it's possible that you're doing better. So I would say I'm doing better than I was earlier. I mean, an effort's still an effort, right? <clears throat> That's right. Yeah, and I think you're a lot less lazy, I would say, than you did, than you were maybe last year. Yeah. I don't remember you being specifically very lazy, but I don't think you're lazy now, so. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've made some improvements, you know. I started budgeting crap like that, you know. Nice. Uh, working out more. But then, you know, it's like getting into the habit of it mm. is, um, it takes a lot of time. So you got to go throughout the course of the years. Like yeah, a, I would say I'm doing better. There's like a saying we have in teaching music, and a lot of people will say that like practice makes perfect. I think the flaw in the reasoning is that there's not so much practice makes perfect as much as if you practice it, it just becomes a permanent part of what you do. Ooh. And so I was told early on that practice doesn't make perfect, it makes permanent. Ooh, and mm. so just the constant practice of something will always like at least help you engender it regularly. And so... As long as you're doing it, as long as you keep practicing it, it'll become a lot more regular as more as you do it. Ooh. So. Okay. Like you said, making like a constant schedule and mm. repeatedly doing it over and over again. Because like the first time you do anything, it's hard and challenging, right? And you're like, I'm not entirely sure if I can do this long term. But if you can just keep forcing yourself to do it over and over again, you fall into a rhythm. And then I guess by your definition, you become less lazy because then it's like a thing you don't have to think so hard about, right? That's true. And just become yeah. second nature at some point. Picks yeah. up. Yeah. And a lot of times becoming less lazy with yourself also involves a lot of self-care as well. You know, it's like taking care of your budget or taking care of other things like that is is really uh it's on you to do it. Mm. And by doing it, you're taking care of yourself. And I think a lot of people, especially when they're going through school, tend to just forget about those things. Or it's not something you've learned about up until that point. Or you just like, I don't know, you don't have you don't feel like you have time to do it. Yeah. And so like once you figure out, oh, I need to do these things, it becomes like part of your routine and you don't have to do it so much or you don't have to think so much about it. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Just doing it repeatedly over time. Making yeah. a habit out of it. What about you, James? How do you think you fared against yourself at the compared to the beginning of the year? I'm trying to remember what my advice to myself was outside of don't be stupid. Because <laughs> that's just like my advice all the time is like, don't be an idiot. Like yeah. try your very best not to be dumb at all. But I think that's just like a hard thing to keep up with. But um, I don't know. I think uh, I think generally, like I did pretty okay. There's been a like, there's been a lot of change, and so like that's kind of a big deal. But also like I think that change is only for the better. And so like I think at the beginning of the year, I had all these expectations about what I was going to do this year, and um, I had this idea that being really smart and working only diligently on that was the prime way to get there. But I think what I realized like early or not earlier, but later this year was uh, the importance of doing all these really small things that help you out. So like, you know, thinking about going and taking care of yourself, 
like mm. going into, I don't know, uh, if you like, for instance, I've had problems with like psoriasis and dermatitis. And so like, I got that fixed. I went to a doctor and, see, and saw a doctor to fix it. And previously I just never gone to see anyone because I'm like, I don't have time or money to do this. And then I think finally I was like, I should take care of this right away. And so that, that priority of like the self and instead of being in a program that revolved around me working constantly and ignoring the self, like trying to take care of what I need in my body now. Mm. And that's really changed a lot of what I'm doing. And so like, I think I appreciate that a lot more um, than I did like maybe earlier this year. Mm. I think another thing too is, um, I think earlier this year I had, re I had been so gung-ho about like doing research and about being a, a researcher and then just like early fall and getting into fall when I was applying, I just sort of like came disillusioned with the whole process. Mm. And it was one of those like moments where I was like, I could spend years doing this or I can cut my losses now and like think about a better path and not feel so confined. And I think that was like was a really- that from what you were studying anyway? Cause you were studying the critical theory. Right? Yeah, like, I started that? doing that, but I, I realized was, right? critical theory. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I liked studying that, but the problem was when I was getting into it, I felt like I was started losing my sense of, of self as I was like trying to compromise and become more, uh, I guess, applicable to other scenarios. Mm. Like I couldn't apply to schools without adapting really well. And these were things that I wasn't expecting to find or to need. Mm. And so now I was, and so and at you that, realized you probably didn't want to go through. Yeah. With it's that. like, if, if you have to change yourself so much to make something work, like I don't, you might not be worth it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it might not be worth your like personal or mental health or even your career to do that. Ooh. And so I think I, why well, I, I'm kind of commending myself for making the switch yeah. and for deciding like, this isn't the thing you want to be doing and, tr and thinking that far ahead. So I think I'll pat myself on the back. But and ironically, say, was that from what you were studying that you realized that you shouldn't be studying the path that you're currently studying? No, no. So like when I was trying to study musicology, I think like I, oh, I had critical a theory. Oh, critical theory was part of musicology. Mm. It's not like necessarily part. It's just as studying, it became part. And that's a, that's a part of the study that, you know, was necessitated by practice. So you wouldn't call field. it ironic then that no, no, I don't think you it's got ironic. out of your field because of what you were exactly studying. No, no, it just became a point where I, I realized I was like, I'm not this person. Mm. And, and to realize that and then not go through with a huge action, like dedicating yourself to a PhD in yeah. which you wouldn't feel very fulfilled the entire time. Ooh. I think that's like a smart decision on my part. And it I, is a smart decision. Yeah, and we talked earlier in this year about like not feeling bad when you have to change orientation yeah. and failure is merely just a way of reorienting yourself. Like you can't Damn. figure out the best way of doing something without going through to the end and failing mm -hmm. and then figuring out that you need to reorient and do something else. So I think like that's the best outcome that could have happened out of this. Yeah. yeah and so, clean. and so I don't think that I did anything stupid and I think I actually fulfilled my goal of not being an idiot, yeah. you know? And so, and, and so it's cool to look back on that now, like, my entire mindset was somewhere else and now it's like different now and i'm in a different direction but i'm i think i'm a lot better because of it Ooh, good yeah you would say that you're in a better position than you are or you're in a better position now than you were at the beginning of the year or at least than what you projected yourself to be at right yeah i think i i expected to be uh really confident in what i was doing but really in the middle of october i was like i'm not confident in all in this decision and so Ooh. like acting on mm. that like sense of uncertainty and then deciding on a path that would lead me to certainty was a, a better decision. And so it's a complete, uh, it's almost uh, like pulling the rug from under me. I wasn't expecting this at all. And so mm. 
but so that's that's where I'm at. And I think when when we talk about like our goals for the following year, it'll also play into that as well later. Wow. Yeah. Clean man. Good. Thanks. It's good stuff. Yeah. Always good to like pay attention to your like mental health and to yourself. Yeah, for sure. Right. I think a lot of academia really bases itself in working yourself to the bone mm-hmm. and then not even considering how you feel about it, Ooh. not considering like if this is comfortable, it's just work. Mm-hmm. I met a few people who were in doctoral programs and what they had said is like, you know, basically Indian? Uh, like were the Indian people. No, no. I was <laughs> so like the Indian father, you know, they're like, Hey, you doctor. Not, you not like, not like, like, med- that? <laughs> not like a medical doctor. No, no, no. Like, you know, like having your doctorate. Yeah. Like different oh. doctoral programs. Like I had met people in art who were doing like art doctorates or other things like that. And what they had said is like with academia, like, <laughs> yeah, not medical doctors. And I mean, medical doctors may fall into this umbrella, but not totally. Okay. Um, but what they had said is that. Dude, that was Russell Peters, man. He was like, dude, I don't want to have an Indian doctor. Because they don't want to be fucking Indian doctors. It's just their parents <laughs> telling them to be an Indian doctor. I mean, that's part of it too. It's like don't let don't let any sort of preconception tell you how to uh, you know guide your career. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. It's like academia really tells you like you have to be the best in your field, and you have to be working constantly so you can be the best in your field. And that and to some degree, that's the same with all artistic endeavors. At least, what is it? Uh, stereotyped artistic endeavors like music and art mm-hmm. where you have to be constantly working at your craft in order to get better but i think that tends to like really overlook your sense of uh, taking care of yourself and that's not a good thing because if you have to continuously live where you're not taking care of yourself at all i mean that's not a sustainable lifestyle right and so that'll play into something that we talk about later but it's good to it's good to experience the upside of this at this point even if like all like things are slowly being set in motion, I feel confident in their ability to at least play out in a different way. That's Ooh. good. Yeah. Being on a surefire path is probably comforting mentally, which will just make the rest of the journey along the way easier and uh, less doubtful. Yeah. And I mean, nothing is ever so certain and things can yeah. change so quickly. But I think there's a sense of ease, like personally with that as well, mm. that I can at least trust what I'm doing right now is being for a better purpose. Yeah, there you go. And so that's, that's always positive for me. That's good. Yeah. And you're helping out Kelby with her law stuff anyway, right? I'm doing what I can as a good partner. And so like she does all the hard like intellectual movement and then like all that work, studying and like dedicating herself to it. I do all like the... Uh, the I papers? Make, well, no, no, no. She does all that. I just make sure like, the cooking is good. Mm. That like house is clean. Oh, you're the housewife. Yeah, and the that, environment. The yeah. environment is good. Yeah, you oh, gotta. Okay. You can't study. Diff- you can't study hard unless your like environment is great, right? Mm. You know, like I I don't know about you, but like I personally just can't do things when I know like my house is a fucking wreck. Interesting. And so, yeah. Yeah, and so like I set uh, your house in order. Yeah, mm. and so like I make sure that things are ready to go. I make sure that everything is comfortable. That you know we don't have any worries outside of like immediate studying worries. And so she does that. I do my own thing. But so I, I just support her is all it is. But she does uh, all the, uh, all of her schoolwork is like crazy. And so, wow. yeah. Does she like it? Yeah. She's having a great time. Okay. And so I think this is the right choice for her. Mm. She made a good decision like right out of the bat. And so she'll just keep doing what she does. Nice. Yeah. Peter, what about you? Yeah. You didn't, you weren't on that episode. 
Let's, yeah. let's just compare yourself to how you were earlier in the year and what you thought of. Earlier in the year. Oh, man. Earlier in the year, I was working at a food court, man. Really? So, yeah, dude. Until when? In the summer, man. And even in the beginning until not till August, dude. So I, I feel like it's a big step up, man. Like Definitely now, it's a big step. Now I, I teach, uh, I got, you know, four classes that I teach and uh, I teach at Melody. I got like 25 students there. It's a good amount, you know. It's a great amount. So the pay is not as good as Chicago. It's about like half the rate as Chicago. So it's kind of not good in that regard, but it's still pretty good, you know. Yeah. Like went from having like a job that I was just. Better than food court. Yeah, yeah. dude. And it's career related too. Mm. <laughs> like a little better so pretty good actually just like teaching a lot yeah man but i like it it's it's the life man i just like if i didn't have to pay for school it'd be really good <laughs> yeah but other than that it's it's not bad okay yeah. i mean at the beginning of the year you weren't a master of music either but now you are yeah well i guess in the in the spring i will be spring so, yeah okay. spring. but yeah dude so we'll see what see how it goes actually i'm like i might spend some time in bloomington we'll see okay yeah mm. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty easy. Boskin too, right? Sometimes, yeah, and and gigs too pay pretty well. Okay. So, but hopefully, I could just have an in. I'm just gonna try to present like a sort of business model to college, Definitely. or something like that. So, something to do with guitar, like implement a guitar program or something like that. Do you still have a lot online? Online? What do you mean? Like just crap online. I have a website, like, and then yeah, I have, website a, I have right. an Instagram. Do you want to plug it right now? Ah, uh, you can. Yeah, let's if do you it. Want. I think that's what how it? you get big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm not even trying to get big. Just trying to get the degree. Get you know, compete in some okay, competitions, cool. hopefully. Mm. But that's the biggest thing. Just do those two things. What's Keep my connections link? really good. PeterPandowski dot com. Okay, yeah, I website. Check it out in the description. We'll put it. Out. I'll put it. Mm -hmm. out. What were your like expectations at the beginning of the cedar for yourself? Now, uh, definitely to not be working at a food court. That's <laughs> like, no, so real. you really fulfilled <laughs> yeah. that. Thing. I fulfilled yeah. it. There you to go. Be doing only career related things, which is kind of what I do now. You know, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool lifestyle. You know, mm. like nothing that I ever do is like um, not related to guitar. Actually, everything okay. is related to, or everything's related to music. It's very interesting. Like the only thing that's not is like uh, cooking, which is like the best part of the day. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, You're dude. Cooking, cooking, right? cooking breakfast in the morning, dude. What do you cook? Oh man, skillet, sweet potato hash browns. Hey, you made some of that for us. Yeah, yeah dude. We yeah, I made it for you guys there too. Sausage Scrambles too. all the time. Um, Kodiak pancakes too, with like blueberries in them. Kodiak pancakes. Yeah, they're like protein pancakes. Mm. Yeah, dude. I think. Breakfast is the best to be able to cook. Then the rest of the day is just like tragic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah, a big step up though. Like you're um, an egg guy. You know, definitely like eggs. take definitely like being very responsible though, you know. Bro, I miss when you make freaking breakfast, you made the, the tortilla with yeah, the freaking dude. cheese. And then dude, you got the can you meat on there. Me and Dan used to go to export at five AM in high school. No, what the five hell was that? Like, that was high school. Bro. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> Good God. We'd wake up at five, go to export, before go to work jazz band, because that was an open period. Jazz which band was, was at seven. An hour earlier. So it started at seven AM. I don't know how you guys can do that. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But that was pretty hype. We it did was it. It's hype, man. Because then you feel good for the whole day. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, I already got a workout in before anything. Yeah, jazz yeah. band, you're feeling like a pump in jazz band. Your fingers are flying on the fretboard. <laughs> you're like, oh shoot! You took a little so too much pre-workout, so you're yeah, just we're, shredding. We're on. still late somehow. <laughs> yeah, we've been up for three hours, but we're still late in jazz yeah. band. He's like, paper, <laughs> <It's> paper. <laughs>
But so I think that's a big difference or a big step because if I remember your job with the food court, you'd just been cooking for like years, right? Dude, I've been on this grill. Do you think it like transfer? <laughs> like transfer some skills over to your regular oh, everyday cooking? Definitely, man. Like no, that's clean. That's a good skill. But yeah, so, man. like, what do you do now? If you can tell, because we don't have you regularly on the show, so we don't know what you do. Or you mean like my day to day? Or yeah, like, like what what do you normally do now? Oh, dude. So I uh. I so, breathe, I poop, um, yeah. I can eat. So, <laughs> sometimes I drink water. You don't eat Dude, poo. sometimes. But, uh, Me too. Yeah, I wake up, get a, try to get a good practice session in, hmm. and then I go to class usually, then I teach like my class sections, then I go teach at Melody, and then, um, yeah, that's all. And then in the summer, at the night, I'll usually try to bust and like, play for some tips. That's nice. good. Because usually it's like... Kind of fun. If you guys are in the Indiana area, specifically on the IU campus, where can we find you? In front of oh, the brothers. There you go. Upstairs. Yeah, although like some guy tripped on my cable one time and he wanted to sue me. They really? sued you? Yeah, this, I plugged into an outlet and he like tripped on the cable. You're like one of those insurance fraud guys. Well, I don't know. He tried to get a picture of me like pl- taking the plug out and I was like, I mean, what a dickhead. Yeah. Well, they, they, <laughs> told, to they said you? it was cool. Like the, the pizza place that we plugged into said it was fine. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's fine. I guess maybe we'll just tape it to the ground next time. Okay. Did but you, uh, smile yeah, you don't for want the photo? People, yeah. No, like, I was just actually confused. having a reason to sue you. So make it's like, sure you know just, the law. Yeah. If you know it, then it's like, whatever. But yeah. this dude's just a dickhead. Like, if he's got a valid reason, then if you yeah, can avoid it, sure. then yeah. make sure you have the. Counter did he look homeless? Nobody's gonna fucking sue you for like tripping over a wall. Well, we've done it a million times, but it happened once. That's right. And and Mm -hmm. he didn't get injured, right? No, who's gonna fucking sue you for that? Maybe you should just tell him to get off his ass and stop having two left feet. This is such bullshit. (laughs) This is why, dude, be his lawyer. Nobody's gonna do shit like that. Like, (laughs) be his lawyer. Kelby's going through law school, she'll fight for you. Yeah, Kelby Kashi. Yeah, that one guy is gonna come back in like five years and you're gonna need someone. (laughs) Yeah, call Kelby. (laughs) <laughs> two 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 twenty two twenty two. <laughs> yeah. So I want to busk again though, because it's such good money. Yeah, it probably is, right? Yeah, dude. One some nights will make like over a hundred each, man. Wow. That's good. Do you take yeah. a or something that people whatever like? people are drunkenly walking across and yelling for? Dang, dude, that's but hype. All, but only that. If they're sober, Sweet they don't. Yeah. You're like, here, can you please uh, blow into this breathalyzer? <laughs> if you're not blowing a point one or more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you can't get your song. Dude. We play all the, the meme hits, dude. I bet, but you the probably. The Office theme song. People want SpongeBob that. SpongeBob theme song. I play the me song, the we song. I'll do it. Dude, dude, dude. There you go. I, I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, during the meet and greet. Throw a look in. Tell me right now. What, what do you plan to bust out in church? The, the meal. <laughs> the meal. Instead of bust tithes out the and offerings, just and then, that, just busking in the middle of the. Pool. Is there anything Sorry. else you plan on busting out? Um, some stuff I learned from the dungeon master. <laughs> dungeon master. Dungeon master asshole. Yes. How about some jazz licks? I want to hear some yeah, jazz licks. Jazz licks. How about some super <laughs> stupidly complicated lick? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do the entire me song. Just do that. Or just do that. And people will get that. I think I want to start bartending like one or two nights a week. Bartending. Yeah, dude. Because then I could learn all the drinks. I could learn how to mix all the cocktails. And then, you like, you could do that. You could do it by yourself too, though. Yeah, you can. Google. I know, but like, you get, <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Dude, you get paid huge money at IU, dude, because the uh, 
you know, like all the people go to the bars and you always get at least like one or two dollars. You got to wear a low cut make. top to show off your cleavage so that all the people <laughs> yeah. want to get your cleavage. Well, I mean, as long as I made it fast and, you know, <laughs> <take a> good <laughs> ratio. Well, yeah, I mean, respect the grind. Or And then just learning the drinks would be a fun endeavor, you know. I bet. Like, yeah, but just, I mean, like how many times do you have to learn how to make a like a cheap vodka tonic? Moscow no, no, no. But like, I don't know. It, it would just be a fun. It'd be it's very lucrative, man. I bet it's lucrative, and, but I'm not people, saying it's enjoyable. People offer up like $100 for their shift, you know, because they're that valuable. Wow. Like when they need a sub for it. Yeah. Dude, the McDonald's grind was the worst. It worst was the job worst. ever, yeah. Can't believe I worked there. But honestly, those jobs are really important, though. Definitely. Like, you got to yeah. figure out that like, if you want to not do that job, you got to like grind a lot harder. Oh, yeah. I remember one of the jobs. I went for this Medline job. That was like one of the recent jobs. And then the, the lady said that she appreciated the customer service, you know, stuff that you would get from Meyer. And then she looked that experience on my resume that I worked at Meyer for five years. And then she was like, hey, that's good experience. And then that looks like you were able to work with customers and you were able to take stuff like that. And it was actually a positive. Seriously. Yeah, it was a positive thing on the resume. Yeah, I ought to say that about like IU Dining that I've worked for them for like six years, you know. You learn a lot from yeah. doing that stuff. And it looks really good to Can't like take stay it for granted. like a company, you know. A lot of times when you have those jobs too, I feel as if there's lots of time to self-reflect. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah. So there's a lot of time to be really Dude. miserable in those jobs, but like yeah. at the same time, you like are forcing yourself out of the position because no, you don't want to be that miserable anymore. Dude, and yeah. There's so much time for thought, dude. And like, yeah, you could be I was working at Meyer too. And you all just be thinking. You don't even have to talk. You wow. Cool I can't, I can't it's just like a thousand yard stare. Everyone's just, like, like, everyone just waiting for customers. We're all just like standing, like three of us, just like not saying anything. Everyone's wow. Just and you're just realizing, like, hey, this is probably not the gig and then if for you a long term. You just talk about how much the job sucks. And I'm wow. Like, and you're like, oh man, I, I really don't feel like doing this. And be like, dude, fucking same. Wow. <laughs> or like you go off and say, like, I'm about to go, like, off myself, myself. no I'm kidding. <laughs> that's what i was thinking too. dude me and, my, me and my buddy we used to like come up with the craziest creations so we had hamburgers right but we also had pasta and i was like fuck we gotta make a meatball sub <laughs> and like we made it and i was like and i threw bacon on it he was like "Ooh!" he always be like that's a power move, power move. yeah dude. dude there were so many you power guys would make the best meal jp i remember you made the freaking senior breakfast oh dude senior and breakfast we made some great. freaking corn tortillas and yeah. some freaking cheese and some freaking dude. meat and it was hype i took two yeast donuts put them on the grill buttered them up put some egg sausage and cheese and like <laughs> spinach some bacon and then it's between two donuts, dude. Dude, both dude, of you guys are good cooks. I don't crazy, know how you did it. Dude. It's, it's like, you know, when you have so many ingredients all for yourself, it's like you can literally do anything. Like you can make a quesadilla like with pepperoni and mozzarella in yeah. it. And you have like a pizza case. It's like you could, the possibilities are endless. Wow. It's <laughs> so stupid. But like become a chef at a cooking hall. Is what the message is. Now. Thing, yeah. dude. No, dude. That's how you yeah. learn how to cook. Possibilities are endless. Hey, you this just is learn Peter's how to cook. contribution. That's, a, that's an endless of the possibilities. You just learn how to freaking cook, but it's a great thing. Yeah, it's at least so. like whatever food you work at. <laughs> yeah, go from flipping burgers and yeah, you be dude. the president of the United States. When I was, <laughs> yeah. dude, Aaron, when I was you, making sandwiches, it was good. 
Aaron, did you ever have like a shitty job like that that you worked? I mean, like- Benny's was kind of no, yeah, Benny's. for me. The location that I was at was where a lot of like prissy rich people live, okay. like prissy rich old people. Did I even order spiritists? Yeah, ninety eight percent. So I had to shit. I had to deal with them a lot. Um, I did get hit on by like some like. 70 year old cougar lady Ew. and I thought that that only happened in like TV shows and movies yeah. and then when the situation happened in real life I was like what the fuck I don't know how to I don't know what I do you can't just say that and then not explain okay like, so what did she say to you when people order a lot of wine okay. you have to put it in boxes right and then you have mm. to help them out with their boxes because their old frail bones can't lift it themselves to their cars oh yeah and they carry need the help carry yeah they That's need the help of a mind. young strong man like myself mm. to, to help them out yeah. So while I was helping this lady out to her car and putting like her like twelve no joke, like ten cases of wine in her car. Bro, it was a lot. I'm not kidding. Was you. it the box wine? Yeah, yeah. The well po- no, no no. It was it was like a box of twelve bottles of wine, which Holy would be one sh- box. And she that's had like excessive. 10 of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like I said, old old rich people and they just that's all they spend their money too? on. I don't know, dude. But I was I was stick around to find out. <laughs> okay. I was loading all these boxes in the car, right? And then while I'm in the middle of doing this, she goes, So my husband's out of town and I could really use your help at home. And then I look at her and she's just like smiling at me and I go, Yeah. <laughs> I finished loading the boxes and then I walk back into the store without saying a word. Oh my god. And then that's fucked up. And then I didn't I I had to like I didn't process it at the time when it happened to me, and I just went, "Oh my god, this this, <laughs> like, this lady nice. actually like tried to get me to go home with her." I was like, "Holy shit, I didn't think this was a real thing." Oh my god! But like, there are some thirsty ass old cooler ladies that are out there. I was like, "I don't know, lady, you're like sixty years too late on that." I'm sorry. Oh I was gonna ask, did you hit her up? No, no, not even. <laughs> Dang. I mean, now you know it's, it's, a, it's an option. Though. I mean. But it's it's a real thing that happened to me as well. Yeah, why did you think about that, dude? She, what if she was like an undercover cop or something? And she was trying to get me. Who's she's a, who's what undercover cop is looking for like <laughs> that type of criminal? Is that know. even a criminal? Like, ooh, an infant, like a non a person who's I'm cheating going to commit on adultery. What is that called? An adulterer? Yeah, adulterer, that's yeah. is that even like illegal nowadays? I, I think in think certain so. states. Yeah, the penalty it, is death bro. by stoning. Yeah, stoning. Yeah. No, but yeah, that was my that was my one occurrence of getting preyed upon by a cougar. It was very strange. Yeah, I feel like I admired this freaking old woman. They like want you to get their freaking green peppers for them, and then it's like, whoa, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they wanted your green pepper, Dan. Yeah, Yeah, they want my green freaking (laughs) pepper, bro. (laughs) I really hate how cryptic that is. That could be really anything at this point. I failed the two mystery shops at Meyer. What? The what? The mystery shop. So they'd have some rando come into the store and then be like, hey, where are the water bottles at? And then you'd have to walk them over to the water bottles. But I was like, I got to do my job in the produce section, man. I'm trying to like fill up these tomatoes that there's no tomatoes here. Like customers are going to be pissed off. They don't have tomatoes. But apparently I'm supposed to walk this lady all the way over to the water bottle section because she's asking me where the water bottles at. I was like... Hey, screw that, man. I'm trying to fill up tomatoes here. So what did you say? So I was like, they're in aisle eight, which is the exact aisle which where they're at. And then she, it's like, hey, a normal person would be like, hey, okay, I I can just walk over to aisle eight, get my water bottle, and then get the freak out of here. 
But you know, instead she she was like, "Hey, screw this guy!" You know, he's filling his mystery shop. Oh, so it was like an undercover boss type thing. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. But That's it's a mystery bullshit. shop, so it's just some loser who's like getting paid to mystery shop. You know, <laughs> mystery shop. I feel it, like it's I don't know every other job. Bro. Every other supermarket where I've shopped has always been like, "Where is this?" Oh, it's in aisle two. And that's, that's like, all the information you need. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like, am I a like, baby that needs to be walked over there? If you the person enough, you can tell them, like, hey, your water bottle's in L8, and they'll respect that and be like, okay, I'll just <laughs> like, walk over to the freaking you LA just and I'll them. find my, my water bottle. But it's like, if you need actually me to walk you over to L8 and point you at the water bottle, <laughs> they're like, like, sorry, I'm blind and deaf. So <laughs> please. I'm telling you, man, you should have just demeaned them. Like, oh, the baby need to walk you over there. <laughs> you can't like, read? On, Do you need me to hold your hand? And then the second freaking mystery shop I failed was so bogus. This one was even worse. So I was at, I was working on, on the um, avocados, and then this lady oh. was asking me, like, where are the tomatoes at? And then they were literally at the table, literally directly behind where the avocados were at. I pointed at the avocados, and then she, she freaking docked me. For not walking her over to the table that was literally right across the, from where I was currently working. So it wow. was like, I didn't walk her over to that table. So she was like, hey, screw you, man, you're getting docked. And then it's, the second thing she docked me for was that I didn't say thank you. You have to say thank you. For what? What, like, are, what are you thanking them for? I, I'm thanking them because I yeah, have Shouldn't to. they be thanking you for showing you where? Yeah, right? yeah. so I pointed her at the exact table where the location and was. Then, and then you didn't say thank but you? But I didn't say thank you. That yeah. sounds she just like said you're welcome. Words. I, exactly. I was like, have a nice day. And then that's what they wrote on their report. They said, he said, have a nice day instead of thank you. Dang, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's so dumb. You better be careful next time, man. The next time I see you, you don't, say, you don't tell me thank you for like, Doing something for me, I'm gonna. Fuck yeah, we're gonna up, dock friendship points. Yeah, right. I'm, just, I'm already counting friendship points, <laughs> hey, dude. Clara. Clara. Hey, Clara. How's it going? You want to make a yeah. brief cameo? Please make yeah. a cameo. Peter made a shout out for you. He said hello. Yeah. We got a new fifth guest. This is Clara. Hello, everybody. Hello, Aaron. We gotta get to you because we've been talking about ourselves a lot. Well, we so we're all just going around the table. It's fine. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's time to. Uh, I want to give you the floor. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. I'm in a way fucking better spot than I was at the beginning of the year, I'll tell you that. Because you got a job now. Yeah, that's, that's the, like the biggest number one thing. I got my full-time big boy hey, job. Hey, that was like hey, the hey, biggest hey. two years in the making, I guess. Um, pretty sure at the beginning I said, just keep going on the grind, you know, hanging in there, and then it'll all work itself out. Because I know, I, I said verbatim, my entire life is just an entire fortunate series of ass pulls, which it was including getting this job, but it was like just a whole bunch of last second decisions that ended up working out. So yeah. it still holds true to this day. What's what happened? Uh, I mean like all my options of applying directly to companies didn't work out. So I was like, fuck it. Let's go for these recruitment <laughs> agencies yeah. and see how that works out. Cause I was like seriously running out of options. Mm. Talked to one and they said, here, here's a couple of options. Um, let's see how you do in the interviews, interviewed for them. And the place that I'm working at right now was actually the place that I had the most doubt about from all the places I interviewed at. Oh, wow. But there was something in the back of my head that was like, you should go for this one because judging on everything else that you've done, the most unlikely place that you think, like the last option you would pick somehow always ends up being like the one that ends up working out for you. So I said, all right, let's just, just go with this. Cause like, Sure, these other places seem like they would be good, but something about this place seems like it's 
drawing me in right went with it and here i am so it's good yeah i don't know man like yeah i i told myself at the beginning of the year hang in there things will get better and they definitely did because i'm in like 1000 percent a much better place um mentally physically financially mm. obviously the biggest part yeah i don't know dude like it's uh it's nice being in a spot where i don't have to worry about what's gonna happen next week you know like Interesting, yeah yeah next like week is am i gonna meet short period yeah of time. like am i gonna meet enough to money to make psyche. to meet my bills <laughs> oh, shit um next week i'm broke <laughs> like will this opportunity finally fall into my lap mm. and that was one of the things too it was like I've told you before how I have like these post-it notes on my mirror every morning that I look through that I'm oh, like, you did? I, thought, I don't know, maybe, but I'll tell you right now. But, um, that's, I have, yeah, that's what David it's, it's a little, suggested too. Yeah. It's a He's little a, like freaking Navy SEAL guy. It's a little corny. It's like, Hey, put the post-it but, um, notes on your mirror. I, I have a bunch of post-it notes on this big mirror at the, at the foot of my bed. Um, that are kind of just like, I won't call them inspirational quotes, but it's kind of like little notes to it's myself. Reminder, mantras. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mantras. Mm. And it's stuff that'll be like, uh, keep working at it. Um, smile because you don't have time to be depressed. Shit like that. Um, Ooh. one of them is like, just fucking do it, dude. That's like straight up one of the quotes. Yeah, just mm. just do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Just do it. And <laughs> as, as cheesy as it is, like that stuff totally helped me and got me through a lot of the tough times. Um, one hundred percent. The biggest things I attribute to getting through these last two years of like the trials and tribulations were. Post undergrad. Post post undergrad, yeah, that's that's a rough time for me. But hanging out with you guys, um, starting this project was a big part of it. Like it gave me a creative outlet mm. and gave me a platform to kind of just like relieve some of the thoughts that were in my head and mm-hmm. talk to them to other people about it. Yeah. But like I don't know, hanging out with friends, all like you guys especially, um, all my other friend groups that kept me like mentally grounded, um, working out. And having a physical outlet was definitely a big thing for me mm. to uh, keep myself grounded. Because, like, now that it's far enough removed and I feel, like, comfortable talking about it. But, man, like, at the beginning of the year and, like, the two years prior leading up to that, up until everything was fixed with getting this job right, man, I was just, like, super depressed. Okay. Uh, man, like, I was just not mentally in a good spot. But now that that's, like, that's all water under the bridge and, like, I'm in a totally much better spot. And like I said, it's thanks to you guys and everybody else that has managed to uh, hang on with me and totally let me be a part of the group, despite me being a sad boy on the inside. So I, I, well, I attribute mean, I attribute all that success to you guys, like 100%. I don't think any of us think that we're like letting you into the group. Mm-hmm. You're a part of this group oh, regardless. Thanks, it's always yeah, just like, uh, like the hang is never complete. Unless we've got everyone here. Thanks, man. And so, like, mm. there's definitely always a place for that. Uh, and especially for you, being a part of this group, we need it. Thanks, And uh, we need, like, your, like, opinions and your ideas. And, like, honestly, this whole thing wouldn't have been possible without you. Mm. Like, you know, we, podcast, you know even right now, like, we got this new setup. And, yeah, like, I mean, I'm very happy but I, but I think that. even before the setup, we wouldn't have even had the whole, this whole thing. This whole, like, project that we've, com- like, you know, we're now 19 episodes in. It's It's kind of absurd because... You know, if we think back, you know, maybe a year and a half ago, it was me and you just mm-hmm. one night we were drinking a little bit and we just recorded <laughs> a single conversation. And that was the start of everything. And it's it just this very small thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, little steps of buying like the next condenser or the next thing that just helps us sound even better. 
It's all those little things that kind of add up into this. And so I guess that's like a good like analogy for how this works as well. It's like everything kind of like works together in a in a crazy small step sort of way. Yeah. Little little the equipment's baby. Steps. pretty sick. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, I will say, like, a lot of times you think of like or at least I think like, man, there's like I kind of wish there was like a highlight reel for like, you know, your life, man. Highlight yeah. Reel. Well, that's kind of what this is. And that, that's, that's, that's yeah. what this kind of acts like. At least it's something to kind of like preserve a little bit better. Because like the digital age. But like, think about Holy Dire. Think about synchronicity on the controller <laughs> as the guitar. Like, you, like wow. if only we had like a picture or something from that day. You know, I mean, I mean the fucking like the fucking spin from, move yeah. from Holy Diver. Like, move, dude, if I had that on, loop, <laughs> I'm telling you, gift, dude, move. like that'd be a different story, man. But so here's another thing that's interesting to think about. Now that you're in a spot where you're comfortable, it's a good idea to like think about how you would respond to those scenarios were they to come again. Because now you're in a place yes. where you're not pressured to think about the situations. And as somebody who's like, you know, currently going through a profession change right now and looking for different jobs in a different profession, it's it's uh, sort of similar where like, you know, every day is kind of like a struggle to get through it because you don't know how the next week is going to be. Mm -hmm. You're not really certain about the uh, certainty. Yeah, that's funny. You're not really certain about like the regularity of your job, whether or not you'll be able to pay for certain things. Mm -hmm. And so like, of course, there's a lot of anxiety and like, depressive episodes involved in that but i think even right now is a good time to start thinking about what's my battle plan if that were to happen again like unexpectedly yeah and so like i think like thinking ahead when you're in a spot to be relaxed is a is a way of like preparing yourself for not enduring the same hardships in the mm -hmm. future right well dude i was watching this uh it's like definitely very popular now but on netflix it was just the mind explained and they were talking about meditation mm -hmm. and they're talking about how like you know like a monk will focus their physical energy and or their mental energy and it'll affect their physical state and like the biggest thing that like i remembered was one of the monks was like um whenever he's faced with adversity or stress or anything like that he just treats it like not like a negative thing but just like a thing that's coming to visit you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. it's like i see stress you're visiting right now and like i'll deal with you and then you'll be on your merry way and i'll probably see you again you know but kind of treat it, he kind of treated it like a visit, you know, like mm -hmm. a visit from it's like hollow darkness mile from actually a thing, you know. Yeah. And if you face like like adversity like that, you know, like all right, so I'm doing this, you know, feeling a little overwhelmed, but like I don't know if you don't treat it like a almost like not like a failure, but like you said, ad adapting, you mm -hmm. know. Okay. If you treat it like that, it, it's a little bit easier. There's a, a certain point to be like believed with how your mindset and how you believe things and the power of your brain to create scenarios yeah. and how you handle situations. Mm -hmm. So definitely that's like, that, that really hits it on the head. It's like, if you like compartmentalize and understand the stressful situations as just to be passing moments mm -hmm. and that you live within those moments, but they inevitably will pass, it helps ease the tension. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that really helped me this year was I finally like took a step toward like I took a step in my self care and like I went I started going to therapy. Therapy, right? And that's like a yeah. big deal. It's like mm -hmm. something that took a lot of time to decide to do. And so I think something that I learned over the last like two and a half months of doing it and of going to therapy was that like the mind is capable of so many crazy leaps. And like oftentimes you're not aware of the things that it's doing or you're not aware of like like the crazy things you might be thinking or the anxieties that you might be feeling. It takes like, like a, a process of meditation to go and like understand and resolve those issues. And so like, well, the biggest thing that I've learned is that in uh, times when you feel anxious, the thing that you have to remember is a time when you feel uh, relaxed. 
Mm-hmm. And so I kind of make that analogous to now where like when you're in a position to feel relaxed, it's good to like think about uh, those times when you would not feel relaxed and think about how like when you're in this position, how you feel now and how you are is like where you should be and exactly how you should be. Mm. And so it's, it's easier to weather those tough situations when you understand yourself and your position to be this and not always this. Right. But also like there's an inherent, like uh, a sense of uh, prolonged darkness when you do like, you don't have a job when you aren't doing something you like to do when you're stuck mm-hmm. in that sort of scenario. Yeah. Right. But that is to say like, it's really great to be out of that now. Yes. And I, it, and I think we, like we definitely noticed like um, when you were struggling through hardships, it was always interesting to see like how you were handling it. We always trusted you to handle it as well. Um, yeah. Like when you said you didn't have a job or anything, I wasn't worried at all that like yeah. I was, I wasn't thinking like, you know, you know, some people you're like, Oh man, like they got to kind of get their shit together. Yeah. I, yeah. That, that didn't cross my mind really. Well, thank you. Yeah. There's also one more thing that's really interesting. You talk about like, like your road to this point being like a bunch of ass pulls. <laughs> yeah. So there's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently. And it's what we had mentioned before, where like you being in a situation gives you a lot of time to like really reflect. Mm-hmm. And so I've been reflecting a lot on this. People like really talk about being fortunate in situations and being lucky. I think a lot of the time, like those people who are lucky have put themselves in positions Dude, to be do, opportunity. Do you, do you make life happen? Do you let life happen? Exactly. To you? And I think, right. And I mm-hmm. think in your scenario, you were in a position where you were making yourself available for opportune scenarios. Yeah. And so like, as much as it was it's an probability, asshole, you yeah, know? as much as it was an asshole, yeah. you were doing things that were like putting you in a position to be lucky. And so like, I would say that, all, that luck is about maybe 10% of the whole scenario. And dude, it's kind of like Smash Bros. You know, it's kind of like anything. It's kind of <laughs> like guitar. There's a lot of things I think well, like, hey, it's saying, like a video like, game. It's you like kind of have to have like, like a, you have to have like a game plan, you know, you have to have like the knowledge of what you're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you have to go try and do it and you might not execute the mechanics of what you want to do precisely, but, you can but you'll think be in a better scenario. What you did wrong at least. Well, yeah, yeah. And you'll be in a better scenario than where you were, you know, before. Precisely right. Yeah. Like you have Advantage to, state. You have to do exactly the advantage state you have to do in order for yourself to be like fortunate in those scenarios. And so I think like as much as it was like not a great time, those small things like the mantras, like anything that really helps you uh, move forward in a scenario, not just stay stagnant, which is such an easy thing to do when you're Mm -hmm. in a depressive state is like for sure becomes so dependent on your depressive state as a source of comfort because you're accustomed to it is to just like continue pushing through it. Mm, Right. And so like, I, I completely believe that you yourself were able to move on to move on this and you yourself were the, the force behind all of it. Yeah. Thanks. And so like, but so that's like something I feel like you should take out of this, that like, even in those moments of hardship, you have the gut, the moxie to kind the of grit. like, yeah, the grit, <laughs> yeah, there you go. the grit, right? Like the, <laughs> the impetus for personal responsibility to get you out of anything. Yeah. Right. And so like, that's a cool thing to think about. And that was for sure a part of it. Like you said, knowing what I had to do. I always had, and I always have had like a game plan for like the pathway of my life. Mm -hmm. Obviously things will change because they're not always going to play out exactly as you plan them to. Right. Um, but like I always had a game plan and it was sort of just a matter of executing it. Um, but like you said, I had to work to make things happen, to have the opportunities presented to me so that that game plan could happen in the first place. So yeah, like compared to the beginning of the year, I definitely stuck to my, my guns and said 
and did what I said, you know, like hang in there, keep on grinding. Um, it'll work out eventually. I don't know how it was going to work out, but it did because, you know, I try to live in the present and let the things happen as they are going along and try not to think too deeply about it because then, you know, start to second guess yourself. But then it all started to work out. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know, half of it was just continually grinding. And then the other half of it was my vindicative personality and saying, fuck this, the situation sucks. I'm going to do something to change it. Mm. And then uh, I guess it was like partially also my own stubbornness that got me out of it. So yeah, good job. Early 2019 me, you, you did it. This is future. This is end of 2019 Aaron. And you said you, you did it, dude. I think in a lot of ways, like this group, you know, could think about the, uh, the ways in which 2019 has been a positive year. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's really easy to just think like, be very like down. You know, especially like just young adults, you know, it's like yeah. the age yeah. where it happens, like statistically. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, if you, if you take positive and like, and not just like making them up, but like actually just recognizing them, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like recognizing what you've actually accomplished this year, you gotta, you gotta give some, some props Focus to yourself. Focus on the positives. Yeah. Sometimes they're too much negative. You were trash at Smash, Peter. You sucked so bad. <laughs> I was so bad. <laughs> bro, and then so I, I was running the table last time, yeah, though, yeah, you know? Yeah, you got the you table know? that time, bro. Yeah. But not this time, bro. <laughs> That's what they all say. Yeah, okay. Emergency five. <laughs> well, now that we've done our reflections on the past, since the New Year's just around the corner, you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Dude, I do have one. Okay, go ahead. I, I want to... um. I'd like to place in a competition, like a guitar competition. Ooh. Dang. Add it to the resume that I've either won or like been successful in one. Absolutely. Okay. That'd be cool, you know. That'd be hype, to yeah. Get like something so uh, impressive and performance ready that I could win something. That would just be like it wouldn't just be good resume material, but it would just be a very fun mm. experience to travel somewhere and be successful, you know. Yeah. It's just like it almost makes it like some sort of validation, you know. Mm. that like you're not just like you know yeah, you don't just play you put a lot of time in the guitar yeah I'm sure you, you know want to have something to show for it just a little bit I'm you sure know you already do have a lot to show for but, it like just hearing you play yeah but, but under you know, a competition you know what they say, title that'd be something else. you're only as good as you perform you know that's like yeah. when you hear someone's recording you're not gonna like think like oh they probably did better in their bedroom at home you're just gonna base it off that recording you True. know so like to get really good at performing too and like being under like high pressure situations. Okay. Yeah. That's a good goal. Your concert was lit though. Well, hey, I, thanks. I, I took some tequila before that. I took a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it Did it help you? Yeah. I felt like I was just hanging out. Okay. There yeah. I think there's a sense uh, of like when you're performing, it's like, and this is something that I, I kind of, I've, I observe as being a good quality. Um, in order to perform well, I think a necessity that a lot of musicians don't uh, consider is really enjoying the craft. And mm-hmm. I think like by, I think it's important not to burn yourself out on just practicing when you do something like this. You, you do have to enjoy it. That's so true. Exactly. And, and so I think like, I think what I admire about your path is that you t- like, I see that you enjoy a lot of the, like the guitar as its own thing. Like the ability mm. to branch is kind of like something that exhibits uh, enjoyment of the instrument itself. And that's a uh, super key in any sort of success yeah, like in the instrument. That guitar trio that you showed us, that was pretty sick, man. Yeah. They're all co- going tension. Yeah, going I, think, back to I think there's passion there. That's the biggest thing, you know. So Exactly. I and think it'll be good, but that's like the main thing. Just like to go, even just to go out and compete, you know, just go out there and, and do like, like, like you said, just go do it, you know, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be really cool. I mean, as I mean. per our conversation, like 
you can't uh, you can't be lucky at a thing like that unless you unless you put yourself in a scenario yeah. where you what did you, yeah. what did you call it you called it the uh oh advantage state yeah, yeah exactly but you have to put yourself in advantage state yeah other exactly. than you, other than the neutral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the neutral is freaking life, dude. That's fucking yeah, real. Yeah. It's, the it's, state. it's actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. And in a disadvantaged state, you have to do, you have to be, you know, very, uh, you have to be mindful in how to get out of that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Better, what about you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a couple New Year's resolutions because 2020 is about to be a tough year academically. Gonna mm. finally finish up my undergrad. Yay! So, <laughs> it's very exciting. It's time. Yes. And it's rough because it's music school. And Fucking like, music school. I'm not really trying to be there. But <laughs> it's only three more semesters. So that's like completely. Claire, you should doable. say your degree because maybe you should like say it. Yeah. So what, I'm studying. What your exact degree is. I started vocal performance. Um, so like opera, and then I changed to vocal performance and speech and hearing sciences. Mm -hmm. It's been really exciting because I finally realized the um, the intersection between the two. So I'm gonna want to do um, research on Fach is like what I eventually want to do because there's like a really missing body of research for that. It's like connecting uh, the frequencies with like. I don't know, different voice parts, right? Or yeah, I want to figure out like physiology of singers. Mm. Can voice I ask, types. did you say uh, research, uh, what, it was something einfach? Fach, yeah, oh, fach. so subject. Okay. But that's how singers are classified. So okay. um, uh, soprano mezzo or yes. soprano lyric, uh, lyric coloratura mm. or dramatic. Or so the different types of singers, you know. Spinto. <laughs> yeah just yeah. like classifying them in a more scientific way absolutely and yeah. then like also like just having you know actually connecting the voice to like a anatomical you know i don't know there's got to be something in there something that useful. says like okay this should indicate what your voice type is because i've gone through the years and i've been told i'm a mezzo i've been told i'm a coloratura i've been told I'm a dramatic soprano and I've gotten all these different answers. And I think finally now I'm starting to figure out what my voice type is, but it'd be great to just, you know, skip all that. I think that that's the major thing that's missing in the voice community. So, I mean, that's like a long-term goal, but it's really nice having a big purpose in mind as I go through music school to get me to finish uh, while I'm taking both classes in speech and hearing and in music. So that's great. I, that's my academic thing. Mm. Me and Peter are trying to like work out more. Yeah. Nice. Get in oh, yeah. better that's shape. Get ripped thing. for summer get, 2020. A good shape. A good shape. What's a good mm. one? A pair. Round. A pair. Like a <laughs> oh, How about a big gourd? Gourd. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Pumpkin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I also want to like focus on listening i think in 2020 is i really mm. want to like listen to learn because as i get less anxious and more confident i think it's time for me to like step back and just listen and so that's what i'm looking forward to in 2020 listening is yeah. a skill mm -hmm. it is it's a, really practice good it it's a mm. great skill too yeah you know there was a um the director of uh, the film The French Connection. Mm -hmm. I forget his name. I think it was Errol Morris or er Errol Morris or something like that. Anyways, he also made a film called uh, The Thin Blue Line in which he 
uh, interviews a bunch of people about like a false, um, a false crime. But uh, from the movie, he has a quote that, that basically reads, when you ask people the right questions and then you listen, people will talk for a long time. Mm. And that's an interesting statement because it kind of tells you that you don't really need to say very much in order f uh, for people to talk. And all you really need to do to get information is to listen. People mm. will talk and people will give you information if you listen. And so that's like, I think uh, it also kind of speaks to like, you know, the type of listening you do. And this is something that my da that dad really talks about is active listening really gives you all the information you need to help people. And so I think that's like a really great and admirable uh, goal for the next year. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Active listening. Yeah. It's yeah. important. And it's hard too, because mm -hmm. it's so easy just to get caught up in what you're thinking about. Um, for me, I, I sometimes will just be like thinking about completely something else when somebody else is talking. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be that kind of person. Mm. I want to... I want to be with another person and talking and like knowing that you don't have to say as much as huge because you used to have an expectation that I needed to like say the right thing. And that's mm -hmm. totally stupid. So, mm. Dan, what's your new year's revolution? Revolution. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm naming this. That's what I'm naming this episode. I'm not sure. I got I to say, I think it through more. Yeah. Work yeah. It's important, bro. You got to think of what you know. Do you have any, like, if you don't know what you know, like if you don't know who you are, then you're screwed, man. That's the important thing. You gotta know who you are, what you want to be. Do you have any like immediate goals? Immediate yeah, goals, small goals, small term. Yeah, like dude, term. even league, golden league is even a goal. I, I already <laughs> got the gold. The season's I'm over. So next season I want to get to play it, but that's not an immediate goal. You know, next season's like still be next a year. New Year's resolution. A resolution. For yeah, I mean, I mean, resolution for 2020. I want to be able to dunk, man. That's yeah, dude. Oh, there you go. Dude, that's I think. Cool. Okay, I think you can do it. I'm tall enough to be able to dunk. I'm only six one. So you got to borrow these shoes that we had. Nah, dude, I got my, I got, got I got some stuff Curry's, man. I just bought. Oh them no, fresh, these are man. like dunk training shoes. Dunk training, dunk training shoes. Yeah, are they weighted? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a skin. Basically, uh, they're like uh, just weighted shoes. You, or no, something? you put them on, and then they like they have uh, they don't have a heel. Interesting. And like, if I remember correctly, you kind of walk around in them, and they basically train your calves as well as like everything else. Interesting. But you, you know what I'd you be could down. do? There's a missing heel. You know what you could do, Dan? Which I think I'd be down with is if we can get like the hoop to your house, because like we don't use it. You know, outside hoop. Yeah, I wonder if you could change the heights and then like go like from seven and try to dunk seven and a half. Down. Like keep going up with like yeah. a see if you can get with a tennis ball because like. You know how they say, you know, like the best way to, or one of the best ways to just get better at jumping is jumping, right? Jumping, right? Okay. Right? Like, I want to train you if dunk, you want to do some jump training. I'm the guy to talk to. Aaron's a fucking mm -hmm. jumper. Oh, yeah. Aaron's got a, he's got the vert, man. Okay. Forgot. Yeah, it's definitely something. If it's 2021, I can't dunk. I'm going to be probably a little <laughs> bit more upset with myself than I am right now. So. Think of it, man. This is your prime time, though. <laughs> prime time. Right? We're not prime getting any time, younger, bro. so. Duh. <laughs> That was the time to do it. Yeah. Have you guys seen that video of that tribe? I think in like Western Africa, and their men are right, hunters, and they all just Carefully jump young. super high. Really? No, like it's their thing. They don't oh, jump. Yeah. Look this up. It's so cool. Damn. Dang. Like, we could all be like that a little more. <laughs> just jump. Twenty twenty. Just being able to jump higher. Yeah. Everyone should increase their vertical this year. Like, yes. <laughs> That's a great goal. That's the increase your vertical goal. by yeah. two inches at increase least. Increase your vert. Yeah. yeah. Everyone can do two inches, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. Two two average two inches? Yeah, a human race? 
Yeah. You just got to do like 10 like jumping jacks a day or like burpees, dude. Okay, wait, let's oh, do this. 10 jumping burpees. jacks a day will will give you two inches on your vert by the end of the year. I think so. Okay, okay. Ooh. I'm going to do it. There's our fitness challenge. 10 jumping. Year. Man, maybe it should be 20. I mean, <laughs> man, I need some insurance, you know. You want four about 25, then, man. Huh? Double, double the work. I'm looking for D-Rose vertical improvement. 48-inch vertical. Dang, Ooh. So what does that, that means about 196 uh, jumping jacks a day. Yeah. If we're, if we're on a linear scale. Yeah. And going like up, down, that's one. Okay. <laughs> who counts? Who counts just this as one, two? The, uh, the up, down is a one, two. <laughs> that's like push-ups. One, two, uh, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> What's yours, JP? It's a good one. I, um, I think I have like a bunch of goals, probably. I think my first one is like my, my every year goal, which is don't be a fucking moron. Mm. It's, that's like the one that I always have. It's just don't be stupid. Um, the next one I probably is to, uh, it's probably to take my time. I think I'm generally very impatient with, uh, with goals. And I think I need to be achieving more often quicker. Um, but I think like in general, I need to just take my time with things and allow patience and allow time and effort on a large, on a long scale to work its way into doing things. I don't know. I have a sense that like things that I do, I need to achieve quickly because I should be quick at learning things. But I think that's an, that's not a very reasonable reaction to have to what I do and to how I learn. And so like, it's the patience to uh, allow myself to do things and it's the patience to allow a willingness to do that. And so that's like, that's the thing I think is, is to be patient. And then also, um, what was the other thing? Oh yeah. It was to put myself in, uh, put myself in opportune situations. That was the one thing I wanted to do this year. And I think I, I do that already, but I think it's also like thinking more in a more in advance. So like, a good uh, a good example is trying to be less resentful of people because I've never like I don't know when I'll have to interact with them. I don't know when my like experiences with said person or this or that person might affect how my future goes. Dang. And so it's better if I just treat everyone at very at the very base as zero mm. as like as neutral and not like more swinging on any sort of like scale. And I think I do that pretty well nowadays. Like I'm I'm, I'm a lot less like I don't know vitriolic in my uh what's the word in my opinions and in my views of people and so like that's something that i want to do this year is just like try and be generally better and so that and that's it that's good mm. it's a good one i'm hoping i mean i think it's a good goal i don't know how like accessible it is but we'll see what what the year holds it's about to be an exciting year i think for you i after hope this, so. this shift we shall see yeah i, I don't roaring know. 20s the roaring 20s have started mm -hmm. well at least they will have started um yeah I, it's just i want to be patient and i don't want to like jump any guns you know because yeah. like i think it's so easy to get caught up in like like profession shift like i'm gonna be doing this and that when i have no idea about any of it and so i i, I kind of just want to like sit along for the ride right now and see what happens mm -hmm. and then and i think that'll like award the best results rather than push, 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 expectation by expectation, and then failure by expectation. You know, mm. like yeah. you set yourself up to fail by giving yourself too many lofty goals to accomplish yeah. rather than smaller goals to accomplish that are mm. a little bit more reasonable. But, yeah. I think, but it's, it's definitely exciting. And so I, I'm just going to ride it out for now and see what, see what happens. So I feel like when you go into doing something, like if you like anticipate not anticipate something going wrong, 
But I feel like if you recognize that something might go wrong, you know, I feel like that helps too. Yeah. There's just, that. just like knowing like what the, what the plan will be if something goes wrong, even just like, like mentioning like it contingency before. plan. Yeah. And just have like, even thinking about like the alternate option if it doesn't work out. Cause then it's not an expectation. It's just a reaction now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, it's already calculated and you're yeah. like, I'm going to do this, you know, if this happens, you know, that's true. And and I feel like if you just anticipate and think about like what you would do if that happened, you know, I don't know, just the awareness of that too helps not be like shocked or surprised by things, you know? Yeah. Makes you a little bit more ready to receive like, you know, quote unquote bad news. That's absolutely true. You know, like the, I think definitely being prepared for an answer like that is a, it's like, there's a, there's a saying that I think we, we believe and that's like, you uh, like prepare for the worst. Mm. But I think, I think by saying like you anticipate bad things, that's a better way of saying it because you're not preparing for the worst to happen as in you're expecting failure. You're anticipating it though, just in case. Yeah. Well, you're, I I think it's more of a calculation. Yeah. Like when you can, if you can, if you can anticipate something bad to happen, then there's a reasonable idea of like something bad might happen. But if there's no reason to anticipate it, then you shouldn't like, make something out of nothing. Right. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's good advice. That's crazy. I feel like, I feel we all kind of like figured out a, a little clarity, you know, in the past year. Oh, for and, sure. And even, even still we've had hangs and I feel like whether we realize it or not, that that helps contribute to um, the clarity, you yeah. know, hmm. it was kinda definitely helps. a growing year for all of us. Yeah, really? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to think back upon it because, because I think, this year kind of came and went, you know, when I, when I've it gone quick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, well, I didn't feel as if like a lot of crazy thing, things happened. I felt like a lot of developmental things happened. Yeah. Right. right. This no, is like a stark. It's like one of those, it's like a middle season, you know, like, you know, like one of those TV shows where the season happens yeah. and it's just kind of like, Oh, this was a character development season where nothing really exciting happens, but, but essential, but it's extremely essential. Like yeah. everything has to happen at this year in order for like, bigger things to set up next, like the next few years. It almost makes it all the more deserving when you actually, when something happens, you know, Yeah, exactly. like to actually have any trials and you, if, if it was all handed to you, you know, yeah, it wouldn't and mean as much. That's right. And it goes back to like, nothing ever comes easy. It's like, you can't expect yourself to just do like mm-hmm. to get things for nothing. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, what is it? Somebody told me that like, nobody like, Oh, what is it? It's the, um, the perfect performance never happens. Like, mm-hmm. or rather like the, the perfect performance never happens by accident. You don't go into a, like a, a competition or a, any sort of recital without like not having practice well. And then it accidentally becomes the best thing of all time. Yeah. Right? That never happens and it will never happen. And it's because the people who have those exceptional recitals or exceptional performances have been preparing for that for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, it, it's that same, uh, that same principle where you need these things, these little like long periods of trial of like figuring things out and of development in order to have that breakthrough, like crazy recital experience or crazy, like performative experience that really makes you as a person. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. What have you got, Aaron? For me, get ripped, get Jack. Yeah. Obviously it's a long-term goal. I'm very proud of the progress that I have made thus far. 2020, I feel this will be the year where I achieve my goal that I have set, which isn't like, it's not a measurable. It's not like I want to hit this weight or like this body mm. mass index. It's just like, 
I want to hit an aesthetic visually where I'm like, yeah, okay, you're pretty good. And then I just want to maintain it. Mm. Yeah. So um, this year I'm going to go hard, extra hard on working out. Mm-hmm. And, the uh, fucking worst about part it. about any sort of like workout resolution is that we, we, you make a resolution when we're in the middle of holiday season. Yeah, I know. It's and the like, worst time for I, that to happen. And like personally, I've been like doing really well at the gym recently. Like I hit a nice stride. Mm-hmm. And then like, and then we're going to next week. Just like an <laughs> just absolute shit show of a week. Breaks yeah. And yeah. And it's like being, you know, I, I'm going to be out of town and I'm going to be in a place where I don't have like gym membership regularly. Yeah. Or like, and you're doing that too, Peter. Like you got to run for town. two miles. That's man. what I'm doing. I'm two miles. Every freaking day. Dude, not one. Two. Get two in, man. You'll thank yourself. Dude, for even that slow two. though, it makes it's it's good. But that's the thing. It's like, I love that. Resolu- these resolutions to like get huge and get jacked not <laughs> yeah. even huge just like cut you know yeah, yeah. That, that's Aren't, it that's pretty much i just want to get like cut really cut mm. i will say that you've just you've been on that incline for a while though thanks dude and so i mean like it, it'll happen whether or not like you know regardless of the holidays mm-hmm. i just think if it's i think it's kind of like it's always been an ironic little thing like time to get ripped because i'm now really fucking fat you know like <laughs> yeah, welcome, yeah, to, welcome to the yeah. holidays yeah. Yeah. push-up challenges or six-pack challenges <laughs> <laughs> we never got Peter, six packs. Peter like Peter's nodding, kind of like despairingly. Dude, like, we signed the six packs. <laughs> we all signed that six pack, dude. Right? Yeah. Jordan cool. left, so yeah. It Jordan matter. left for the Navy, so that was clean. Yeah, so it's oh, clean. It's okay, man. Sweet. There's okay. something. There's about... something in there about contracts. I can talk to Kelby. I can discuss with my lawyer about yeah. it. Can we talk <laughs> about the freaking New Year's resolutioners that take up all the space in the gym for the first like week? Month. Month, yeah, yes. pretty much. Do you think we could have like some sort of process that, uh, like, in order to get to those machines, they have to cross through a gauntlet? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, us throwing. It's like, stuff do they at have them? the metal yeah. to actually last this long in the yeah. gym for an extended period of time? We just throw dumbbells at them. Yeah, <laughs> and they have to they have to catch twenty five and up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no! How about twenty five and under? If they can't even pass the twenty five and under test, they don't deserve to make it into the gym. The beginning of like, the year is absolutely the worst time to go to the gym. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to go to a gym and watch like some jackass. Uh, uh, cur- like curl in a squat rack you know have you seen that recently i have actually i saw it recently and i like wanted to kill myself at the schomburg export literally all three all three squat racks were taken up by people that were not doing anything regarding squats hey man, or legs he's, I was he's like come on <laughs> right now at uh at, at depaul's gym they have a they reorganized the entire gym to have more squat racks, which is excellent, except for when you go over there and you find some like some jackass in the squat rack doing bench press. Oh, man. And it's like, come on. Like, he dragged the bench all the way he did, over he, there. They dragged he parked the benches. It in. He parked it in there. He had to wheel he it around. Do that crazy shit. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's even more than you that. You saw him do it, too, right? It when awful. you walked in. Dude, it was awful. You're like, no way he's going to the squat racks. Yeah, I've I've like lost positions to that. Oh my! Yeah, I think I think watching people do anything on the squat rack besides squatting, there should be some sort of like you know. That's why I go late so I don't have to wait for anything or watch people do things in the gym that they're probably not supposed to be doing. There was this guy I saw in the gym recently. This I was uh, getting my locker from the front desk, and the guy at the front desk who's giving me my locker was like, "Holy shit!" And I'm like, "What's up, dude?" 
He's like, that guy's just insane back there. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he's insane. And so I, and, and I turn thing. around, nothing's happening. And he's like, that guy's doing a handstand. And then like, oh, you're fucking new here, right? Because like, that's not insane. Like, <laughs> JB, you remember when we used to go to, you used, you used to go to Charter Fitness for, for like three weeks? Not even a member. What was Charter Fitness? Those are Jordan went. Because yeah. I was home for a few weeks. It was funny. And I didn't want to pay for any gym membership. Yeah. And so Jordan was going to Charter. Yeah, I went with him too. I went with yeah, the charter go in the charter because like nobody checked you in at the door and then what they did though was they had a free guest pass and so what i did was i like i would have my guest pass with me in order in, in case they would ask me and i would walk through and there would be no one there checking ids and so i would just go in and work out this was a one week guest pass mind you i kept this up for three weeks <laughs> i would just walk in and then finally somebody like asked me like hey you have a guest pass and i'm like oh here it is and they're like this expired like a month ago <laughs> <laughs> and you're like and you oh i had no home. clue oh man sorry Oops, wrong one that was just one of those days it's like i guess i'm not working out today and then you just went home yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i just i would just walk in though and just do jack shit you know whatever i wanted this one that is funny yeah, hey, Charter was a good gym too. No, it wasn't. Charter sucked, man. <laughs> we were everything. specifically talking shit about Charter. <laughs> it was the worst gym of all time. Well, I mean, you the remember, equipment was good. Like the gym, the gym could have been like the size of two of these basements. Yo, you remember right. Jordan? He'd call it Charto Fitness. <laughs> Charto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? I mean, I, I got some good workouts in there. You can get a good workout or a good workout in any sort of gym, but yeah. Charter sucks ass. <laughs> like that's what that's, about the home gym guys? Round two of the curls. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> we did this thing earlier for everyone who's like not aware of this where we all stand in a circle and we all do but we all do one curl more than the last person <laughs> we pass the we pass the uh, dumbbell and say i did one then peter would do two aaron would do three and dan would do four and we keep going until, until everyone dropped out that's the level of kind of tomfoolery that's yeah, what did you guys this. do this Saturday? I lifted on one arm more than my friend. <laughs> and, uh, Aaron, and Aaron didn't. Aaron didn't participate. I didn't participate. In the left yeah, yeah, so I only have one gigantic right bicep, and my left bicep is small, shriveled. Chicken one leg. arm's Larry the Lobster. The other, the other <laughs> it's, arm's it's really been throwing all. me off this entire like, podcast. I got like, anchor I arms on my right hand, yeah. and then I mean, you can't be wearing a shirt like that. that if you haven't got thing. Like, oh my god, <laughs> for the ladies, he's got all the. He's got the hairy for the ladies. Yeah, yeah and he's a shark. No, he's kidding. <laughs> Because that guy in the commercial was literally a shark. He was literally a big shark with human arms. Right. That was the worst part about wimpy, it. Wimpy, 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 all little peanut. <laughs> <laughs> little peanut boys, what he called yeah, them. Yeah, why? Yeah. Already an hour and 35 minutes. Oh, oh nice. Uh, 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Nice job, everyone. Yeah, we did yeah, a yeah. long episode. I felt like it was, a, it was an episode that needed to happen, though. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, the, the I was happy to be home. Our year in review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Year in review. I wish we could have, like, a, a montage that's what I'm saying. The highlight up. reel. The highlight reel would be great. Yeah. You know, and you your can't. Your top 10 sports center of your year. Yeah. And I, I mean, the centers would say that Facebook and iPhone offers those things. But I, I checked out my year in review recently from like, from my iPhone. And it was just a picture of all, like a screenshot of a bunch of like, uh, of recipes from the internet. <laughs> and that was it? Yeah. And like, <laughs> and like my class list and these emails I needed to remember. Like, and so I got all these like screenshots off my phone of that. None of these like good heartwarming feely pictures. <laughs> it was like, this is the class list of children I have in the one class. This is the other class. <laughs> or like, this is this email I need to remember to respond. 
And so, <laughs> and so, the, and then I got like one picture of like, it's blurry. Cause I accidentally took a picture. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like bullshit like that. Year, it's like, year. you'd expect, Aww. you'd expect the phone that like basically uh, records all of my information and conversations. I'm talking to my phone. Fuck you uh, to, uh, to basically be able to curate a nice photo album for me at the end of a whole year of screenshots. But no, it's these stupid dumbass things. I think the best one was looking through it. And I had this random screenshot of Squidward with a hat. Do you remember when? Um, do you remember when SpongeBob and Patrick are in the in the imagination box? Yeah. And he tries to simulate Wait. it by getting the hat box out. Yeah. I've got it saved, dude. I have it saved too. It's, it's a great no, photo. I, I want to show you. Yeah, yeah, please. Well, I want clearly, you to show it's me. important enough to be. It's in him wearing your a sombrero. View. The upside down sombrero to keep Look, the right here, dude. Away? It's this one. Check it out. Is this one? <laughs> yeah, it's that exact yeah. picture. Yeah, it's right? Squidward looking kind of the kind of you know. Uh, he's squinting at it. Yeah, he's squinting and looking a little bit uh, questionably at a sombrero. And then he and then he says to himself, "Why don't I ever wear this?" <laughs> yeah, and so like I said, real montage would help. Wow. I checked out recently the. Calby uh, <laughs> and I have this running joke where we just go just friends as if we're not dating. Yeah. And so um. <laughs> Our re recently, our Facebook friendship came up. It was two photos long. It was, <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it was. Oh uh, my God. Yeah, it was nothing. And it, I think it was like a Just tagged nice. photo and like a meme. And so, <laughs> so, so I can't trust anything to really curate a real photo highlight reel for myself in any year. Yeah, that's about it. What yeah. a what a end to our our year. That's nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, that's all I got. Yeah. So you got anything else extra to add, Peter? That's it, I think. All right. All right. Well, I guess this is 2019 signing off. Well, this will come out in 2020 because I'm going to be slow about it. But at the time of recording, 2019. Yeah. From everyone here, later. we got the full cast yeah. signing off. We out you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>